Anyways, <laughs> yeah, I got a few topics, man. Uh, first off, banks. Customer service is shit. Try to Zell. I can't Zell any motherfucker from my bank account. What, what do you bank through? Atlantic, like Atlantic Bank, right? yeah. They fucking suck. Yeah. Not just them, but every bank. Why? Why? And I'll, I'll ask this question, and it's it should be a, like, a no-brainer. When you call a bank, or any business for that matter, and they give you options for automated shit, nine, ten out of ten, you're going to click the I want a representative button. Yeah. Ten out yeah. of fucking ten. It's worthless who, for you to... <laughs> dude, ten out of dude, fucking ten. Who, who calls... On the phone to find out the balance in their account. Nobody. Nobody does that. I want to speak to a human being because my shit is not... If you're calling, and you have an issue. Dude, to find, for most of these companies, to find a representative, you almost have to know the cheat code. Yes. Like where, you know, when you're growing up and your friend has like the look written, oh, it's L2, R2, you could do all these like things in a row. And then you finally get the cheat code. Well, this is how it is in like as a grown up. You got to be like, all right, press one, then press three, then say, you know, representative, and then press yeah. two finally to speak to a real person and i'll tell you that's what the show we were a little later than we should be and i had to deposit move some money around for uh pump had to pay the cartel yep well anyways uh fucking zell didn't work so i was like all right let me call the bank and figure out what the fuck is going on because i don't need to be were you trying to zell that much money i was just trying to zell two hundred dollars oh no you can do that i I thought you were talking about two hundred dollars yeah fucking dick yeah and said, oh, well, this transaction cannot be completed. Please call, blah, blah, blah. So I called. And, of course, you call, and it's, oh, we have the auto. Mm-hmm. We're, well, first off, it's we're experiencing more call volume at this point. Oh, moment. yeah. It's, it's like, like no, if, no, if, no. If, if And as a business owner. You can't owner, play the COVID shit still. As a, as, exactly. And as a business owner, if you're having to leave that message on your voice thing saying we're experiencing more call volume, hire more motherfuckers then. Well, right? a lot of people don't want to work. That's another thing, you know. Dude. This fucking world's ninety percent of shit out there is worthless. Businesses, yeah. everything, people. Yeah, that's, that's a good. Few. That's a good rule of thumb. Small few. Ninety percent of people, food, places, whatever you want. Yeah. Worthless. Yeah, worthless. It just blows my mind. <laughs> that whole experience the past hour has just blown yeah. my mind. How somebody hasn't. I don't know. I feel like if you opened a bank right now, and I don't mean to harp on it much more, but if you opened a <laughs> bank and you guaranteed. Because a bank at the end of the uh-huh. day holds your money, first off, holds your money and lends your money to other people to make money off your money. Yeah. That's the whole business concept yeah. of a bank, which is fucked. It's like a mob. Yeah, it's a pretty, pretty good business plan. It's a loan shark. Yeah. They take your money, hold it, and lend it to other people. Yeah. It's fucked. Anyways, how is somebody, if, if, if a bank was to guarantee that if I called them, 100%. They are not going to have any automated things. They're going to have some, a human being pick up the phone. I would move to them immediately. Because any every bank's the same. You can't change it any differently. You're going to hold my money. That's all that's what most people want. Mm-hmm. And if your if your argument is, "Oh, you can make some interest off my savings." You get more interest from my dick. Yeah. than uh the bank savings. Yeah, there's really no interest so, to be made even if it's CDs or any of no. that. It's bullshit. So, yeah. if you were to offer anybody trying to start a bank out there, mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, 100% human interaction. We're going to create a relationship. You don't even have to fucking know my name, but just answer It just past businesses or uh, banking because we've dealt with it with uh, Comcast. You know? Oh, dude. They're horrible. And uh, so when we try and do our Comcast business, Wi-Fi and uh, anything like that, and when I've had to call Verizon, it's just it's yeah. just beating around the bush. You know, And they're like, hey, try uh, tweeting our account. And we'll get back to <laughs> No. 
I'm not doing that, dude. Yo, I would laugh and hang up so quick, dude. And and they give you the oh. runaround, so you tweet them. They tell you to call. You call. They tell you to like email or tweet. It's just a cycle. You know what, get on fucked. your Instagram story and give yeah. us a shout out on what's your problem. And maybe yeah. we'll. What what? Anyways, I mark my words from this point forward. Done with the banking shit right now. If when Jim Flow gets to the point where we have that much mm-hmm. customer service issues, which hopefully that would never be an issue. You're only calling for praising. Mm-hmm. You're going to be speaking to a human being. I don't care how much money you know. Extra uh, money it speaking costs. of good customer service. I like companies that, and you usually got to be like high level small business or like personable big business to do this. But I like the companies that will do anything. Like they'll replace whatever you have for free. Like they yeah. don't even really question you. They just they don't even yeah they don't even want it back. They just they take care of you, and they don't even like question it. They. Just they'll pay for the shipping label. They'll yep. send you something new. Sometimes you got to send it back, but they'll replace it. Like no questions asked. Even if you fucking broke it, they don't give a shit. Well, even I like those companies. Hundred percent, and they're, you're gonna buy from them again. Yeah, hundred percent. Well, well, so I think that's the idea. But sometimes it may, it's just me because I, I know I'm a business man, as as uh, Uncle G would yeah. say. Um, I don't always like continue to buy from these companies because depending on the product, you only need it once, right? Oh, yeah, I but get that. but here's an example. But you'll never say anything negative. Yeah, so here's an example. I'll give you two. Uh, two years ago, the uh, coffee grinder I have, it's like a $100 grinder, but it's a nice, it's it's probably the nicest for the price you can get, conical burr grinder. Otherwise, you get a blade or like the nicer burr grinder is like $400 or something crazy. So anyway, it's a nice grinder. And every couple bags, I'll kind of like actually go through and really clean it from uh, the bean dust and everything in it just for like a new uh, bag or whatever. And... What I had been doing, I think I did it once before this, but at least this one time, I was trying to clean it, and I was like, oh, I'll like run some water through it because there's compartments you can take off of it and clean it. Well, I took the also, I also took the base of it, you know, where the bean that you go down, where the grinders, all that. Yeah. I took that and ran water through it. Well, you're not supposed to do that <laughs> because I think there's some like electrical parts, I guess, that can get reached through okay. there. And so, although I was cleaning out the water, I was breaking it. So then when I went to grind some more beans, it was not working. And I was like, oh. And so I emailed, uh, it's OXO. It's a pretty popular like company. They make kitchen supplies, all that kinds of shit, OXO. And they, uh, <laughs> you know, they explicitly say on their website, like, if you caused water damage or broke, you know, went against the, you know, disclaimers, whatever, you know, it's on you. But I went in and I was like, oh, uh, my grinder's not working. Like, here's the deal. Now, they didn't fully cover it. I did have to ship it myself, but it was like 20 bucks to ship it. So I, you know, boxed it, shipped it. They replaced it for free. Basically sent me another $110, $120 uh, grinder for free when it was my fault. I like that, yeah. you know. And here's another example that's more recent is, uh, you know, Maddie and I are getting married Friday. And I have some old rings from uh, shooting some, uh, what do you call it? influencer content whatever paid paid content for inso big silicone ring company and they sent me like four of these well the ring i told them i, I sized wrong it's like a, a size too big and uh you know i was like thinking about shrinking them with like you know boiling it in water but i saw that that a doesn't always work long term and then b uh, you can actually like damage the integrity of the ring yeah. blah blah but here's the thing so if you buy them from inso they have a lifetime guarantee they have an exchange whatever and so i was like damn it 
I don't have an order number because I got them for free, but let me just try. And so I emailed them, got a response from a they, them, just as a t- tidbit. Hold on. <laughs> so they answered the phone like that? No, no, it was over email. I was about to yeah. So how'd you see it, though? I only find it interesting not to bitch about it. And but the just email, it's, where was it placed? Uh, it was like, person, thanks, person's name, they, them. So I just thought it was kind of interesting because how many of know. them are you? Yeah, how, how many who are am I you? speaking to? Yeah. yeah, which one of y'all? <laughs> which one out of yeah. they them? That's yeah. plural, right? Yeah, I should have said fucking wild. <laughs> hello, sir, ma'am, person. Hi, hello, um, y'all. Yeah, but no, they were very helpful. So not to harp on it, but um, well, I just thought it was, I just thought it was interesting. Holy shit, man. yeah. It's just when you see it, it's uh, it's it's, it's interesting. Yeah, laughable, laughable is a fair I, word. Hey, I'll say it. Laugh? No, I'll say it. I mean, it's it's comical. I do, I do think it's that. But anyway, back to the story. Luckily, they assisted me, and they were like, "Although we don't normally do exchanges after thirty days, because yeah. um, I, I claimed it was gifted to me because I didn't have the order number. I claimed it was gifted to me, and uh, they were like, we're happy to exchange it, blah blah.' So I sent a picture. So I don't know if I'm going to get all four replaced. I don't really give a shit. If I can just get one that's my yeah. actual size for free, like I'll take it. So I'll give you uh, a little insight. Yeah. When I first got married. I bought, because I did not want to invest. Obviously, I bought Sarah a ring, an ice ring. But myself, I was like. You know how I played it? <laughs> what? So I uh, it, I didn't do this on purpose. I'm not that much of a cheap ass. Oh. No, no. But uh, Maddie has uh, basically like an airline. Basically, the ring that Maddie's uh, dad, because her mom <clears throat> remarried. The ring that her dad gave her mom. And so there's some sentiment to that. Gotcha. Her mom still has it. And so I proposed with that ring. Nice. So it's still kind of like in the family. It's not more of a traditional heirloom in that sense, it. but it means a lot to Maddie since she has, you know, obviously deep love for both of her parents. Yeah. So I did something similar, not to go too far off. I bought ring Sarah pop. a ring. Yeah. yeah. Well, I bought Sarah a ring, yeah. an engagement ring yeah. pretty much. And then uh, her mom reached out and was like, hey, this her is grandmother. <laughs> no, she was like, okay, her grandmother yeah. who passed away had a wedding ring that she wore, loved. Yeah. And I think it's beautiful. I don't want to like step on any toes, but could I get her engagement ring from you and get her grandma's wedding like band, merged, like merged, to yeah, it, like welded to it? Uh-huh. It's like sure. Now it looks like a fat, like big ass, nice, ring. Yeah. way more and than course, what you did. Yeah, like the ring. I'm not going to put my cost out there. Yeah, I don't want to seem mm-hmm. like a cheap ass either. But my ring was mid grade. Lower, yeah, my, lower mine would have been mid grade. <laughs> well, we've and talked then, about it before. I mean, these are things that. You know, especially with with Maddie and I, like, working out a lot, it's like you're not going to wear it all the time, first yes. of all. And it's just, it has strong meaning. It does. But it's a little ring. It's a little ring, and the people that spend ten grand on it, I just laugh at them. I'm like, what are you doing? Unless, for some reason, you're planning on, I don't know. If you got to finance it for longer than a year, yeah. you're you're overspending. Oh, yeah. No, I paid mine cash. Yeah, I, yeah, and I would have been able to pay mine, like, immediately. Um, yeah. But the ring that... <laughs> <laughs> they welded to uh, my engagement ring that I bought. Sarah was supposed to be, like worth like ten or fifteen thousand. I was like, Ugh, y'all might not want to even weld that one to the one I bought her because it's gonna devalue it actually. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, when she told me that, I was like, holy shit, sure you can because it's gonna make Sarah feel better, and obviously it looks good. But anyways, I bought rubber rings because I lived, yeah, you know, blah blah blah. From yep. Amazon, you get a pack of like ten for like yeah. No, bucks. I know, I know. They're super cheap. Enzo is like the We'll charge you more, but it, it's a really professional, clean-looking brand. You know what I mean? Yeah. That type of shit. Again, I wouldn't probably buy them um, personally, but since I already had them, you know what I mean? 
I don't want to uh, like uh, harp on too much, but I feel like I need to say it. Things that like I stand for as a brand back to uh, refunding somebody or like sending somebody something yeah. back. In the past, we've done that too. And uh, when you mentioned that of like that company accepting responsibility or just like mm-hmm. not, well, you've not, done it when it wasn't even your fault. Like I remember yes. someone had something with the fever. They yeah. said, uh, was it like it smelled different or something? I think the pill, one of the pills was discolored. Yeah, one of the pills was discolored and that has nothing to do with the, you know, the efficiency of it, yeah. or the integrity of the product. Um, it wasn't past its due date or expiration, but you still went out of your way to send them a whole new bottle. Yeah. You know? What and if I, you what if you just sent the one the pill? One pill <laughs> repla- we're gonna send you a replacement <laughs> pill. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'll, I usually you know because most people, at least people that hopefully support my brand or support GymFlow, aren't fuckheads. Yeah, and aren't gonna take advantage of the system. Which if they do, obviously, hopefully, I'd keep up with it over time. But most Breaks of the time, kneecaps. I, yeah, I have hope in people. So when you reach out to me and you say, hey, this is wrong or that didn't show up or blah, 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 I usually send, some, send mm-hmm. something immediately without even asking. Yeah. Just being like, hey, here's a replacement. It's already on the way. Yeah. But anyways, uh, so what about... <laughs> and I, this is a hard transition because I had topics in my head that I was just boiling. I feel uh, like I know what you're going to ask. So how... Have you been keeping up with some swimming lately? <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. Let's just hit it. I thought about talking about this, yeah. but um, I wanted to get the actual studies so I could present them. So studies we weren't... what? So... Boys have Because I, I don't want us to just get quickly labeled okay. as transphobic. We're but not. listen, I'll... If you need... If you don't believe whatever I'm saying, you can message me. I'll get you the studies. We can go from there. But um, there's been multiple studies now... Um, one was, I think, done a couple of years ago, and then I think one was a, either a meta-analysis or a study wrapped up um, fairly recently. But what they were looking at was transgender athletes who have been, because the Olympic policy has been if you basically transition and start taking hormones to suppress your testosterone for at least two years, you can compete in women's division. So that's the current policy, and that's what's guided some of NCAA policy, like moving forward, because it's been a you know a rapidly changing topic. So the studies we're looking at, hey, we took a number of these transgender athletes and looked at after two years, how has their strength, their power, all these different things uh, been changed? And their own like you know testosterone. How how basically they looked at everything from them hormonally and performance wise after two years, and what they found is there's still a clear substantial discrepancy in their ability that can't be the gap can't be closed just with drugs basically. Yeah, um, and obviously it really boils down to biological differences between men and women, and once you go through puberty, there's a lot of changes that can't be irreversed even with hormones. Um, and so I believe it was something like a 13% um, still increase in most capabilities. You know, specifically power and strength are the biggest uh, obvious traits that men have an advantage in when sports. And, you know, some sports, the gap starts to close a little bit, specifically things like obviously gymnastics, um, endurance sports. It seems like the longer the distance with endurance, whether it's cycling or running, the gap closes, but there's still a significant gap. I think the smallest uh, percentage different there was that men had over women was something like 6% uh, improved performance, just to be vague about it. 
Um, so when it comes to, is it Leah Thomas, something like that? Something. Anyway, the NCAA, uh, the recent news with um, this transgender athlete winning first place, and I believe beating two Olympic medalists yes. that were women that won second and third, uh, it's unfortunate. We've talked about it months ago, talking about what we or what our thoughts are on powerlifting, but yeah. the same rules apply. What are your thoughts on it? I am not on here to dehumanize or like put belittle anybody at all in any manner. And I was thinking, you know, after I read a, a few comments, I try not to because that's where a lot of heat can come from. Yeah, and it's like, why am I even investing time into this like bullshit? Because I'm not, I'm not playing the sports, whatever. But it's something that should be protected, though, for sure. So, yeah, and I, I brought that up to Maddie when I first saw the tweet. I mentioned it to Maddie just because, you know, I want to see her reaction, you know, because at the end of the day, like you said, it's impacting women's sports even though m- more I, yeah, and yeah. almost completely than it's going to impact men's because even if they're taking testosterone, women transitioning to men aren't going to have the same dominance or impact. And here's another infographic I saw. As you know, I feel like these uh, kinds of advocates love to make in- infographics on Instagram and have that be the end-all, be-all. But I saw one that was like, you know, uh, conservative talking heads say that, you know, uh, trans athletes are dominating women's sports, but, you know, they can't name more than like one or two. And it's not that they're dominating them as a whole, even though we've seen multiple examples at this point, and I think it will only... Uh, increase with time but it's still an impact overall even if they aren't winning first place it still has an impact on who won fourth who won fifth who didn't make the team whose you know record was was you know changed so it it goes beyond just the headlines or the first place awards and so just saying hey we aren't seeing you know complete broad umbrella dominance by trans athletes doesn't mean that there's not an issue there yeah. It's ignorant to to make that claim. Um, and to your point, you know, I think both of us are coming at it more from an objective standpoint. We're not talking about, hey, they shouldn't transition they should, yeah. or, 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 dem- or demonizing um, how they feel or, or whatever they're going through. We're just looking at it as far as um, safety, as far as uh, competitiveness, as far as protecting women's sports. And... Uh, yeah, I, I just, I get it. I thought about it. I was like, well, if I didn't like something or didn't agree with something about my body that I wanted to change, of course, I want all the rights that I want to be able to change, whatever it may be, a yeah. cosmetic thing or hormonal tattoo. I mean, tattoo. for a simpler term, whatever. I can do whatever mm-hmm. to my body, so can you. Yeah. But I'm not going to make you conform around my decisions Yeah, because I'm not a bitch. I think it's a tough situation just because it's like, yeah. do you make them go in their own division? I don't think you can do that just because, A, that just adds to the uh, exclusive you know, uh, environment, I guess, like excluding them. Um, but it also, I don't think there's enough trans athletes to, to make those kinds of divisions. And then it, it still wouldn't really make them feel at home, like I said. But at the same time, um, I think you have to compete within your biological division just because when it comes to sports something where uh, you know competitiveness and fairness in sport matters and is important to these uh, protected classes of, of women or age group or weight class they're there for a reason you know we don't have 
155 pound male fight a heavyweight. They're they're, they're separate classes for for different reasons. Yeah. In the same way, we don't have men compete against women in hockey and soccer Fighting's and anything. Swan. Fighting's you can see just again when it comes to the power and strength and size. There's just such a large discrepancy that you know there isn't going to close the gap. You know they're just they just aren't equal. I mean you can look at the women's flyweight champion of Valentina Shevchenko, and she's incredible, probably one of the best, best martial artists in the world, regardless of, of gender. But even if you take her and put her up against, you know, uh, Davison Figueredo, the men's flyweight champion, same weight, but men and women, like, he's just going to be m- massively faster, stronger. It, it, it's just... We have to acknowledge differences. When we're looking at things objectively, it comes, when it, it comes down to this. We have to... Uh, when it comes to sport, we have to look at the objective nature of these things. And uh, I think over time, I don't think it will be an issue just because I think enough women will make a stand and speak out against it. Yes. I think as the issues arise. Just, so I don't think it's up to us to really um, harp on it too much. No. But I just, I, the reason I brought it up and I think we're talking it's a about fair, it now, it needs thing. to be protected in some source. Like there needs to be, there can't be a gray line. It needs to be, you know, it doesn't need to be one way or the other, but. There needs to be some type of standard because what if I want to be, you know, I I don't feel as man as I sh- as mm-hmm. man enough as I should. I need to be able to take more testosterone. Is that fair? Yeah. I I want to feel more manly. Yeah. Like so, why can I compete once I start taking a shit ton of juice? Well, yeah, and that's the thing too is it's you know if you've had in in this person's case eighteen I don't know when they transitioned let's yeah. just say sixteen or eighteen years <sighs> of testosterone and and life as a biological male, you can't just ignore that advantage once you switch over. You know, if you juiced for, if you took testosterone for 18 years and then came off, it's not like you can just go compete as a natural. You know what I mean? So I guess that's our end end opinion or take on it is that A, when it comes to your own life and decisions outside of sport, we don't care. We support it. Do what you want. Um, and then when it comes to sport, I think there does need to be an objective line drawn sooner rather than later so that these issues don't become as, they'll be controversial regardless, but they don't become as, uh, gray in the decision. I the, maybe is, is it accountability that I'm like, get more pissed off at? It's your decision to make those changes to yourself. Just like if I wanted to make changes to my body, not saying just like, uh, yeah. d- uh transition, but anything I'm going to accept it and realize, Hey. I'm not going to be able to do now certain that I've things done now. this. Yeah, I'm not going to. People aren't going to conform around me because I'm got my panties in a bunch. Yeah, and once things change, fuck you. I'd like There's, to find it, you're you're trying to bend the world around you. The world doesn't bend around one. Yeah, I'd like to find. I can't do it on the spot, but I'd like to find an example that kind of goes along with what you're getting at. It's a, um, accountability. I guess. The yeah, simple, simple I know what you're saying, but, like, but fuck. Yeah. Speaking of testosterone. I just yeah, you got just my got. Shit. I know. I'm prescribed. This was legal. Yeah, I saw that. Did you, did you take a double dose? Like yeah, I said, immediately. Straight Dude, to the did nut, you see? Um, real quick, sack. did you see Dobie last yeah. night? The was picture sent you. Somebody throw him. I can't. No, dude. I'll show you the video. So, <laughs> I can't. I can't explain it on uh, <clears throat> audio. But basically, he's jumping. He, he's having the zoomies at night, and he's running off our bed, and he nearly jumps off the ground and clears our queen-like size bed. And so there's this screenshot I have of him just like a bunny, like probably two feet above our bed, just 
you know, zooming. But uh, yeah, I just thought that was funny. But yeah, back to your testosterone. Yeah, shit showed H- how up. How's it? Have you taken it today, or you still? No, I took um, it uh, this morning. First finishing off your olive oil. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so uh, pretty. Uh, it's my first experience with this. Um, mail order, pretty much testosterone. It's from a. It's prescribed through a doctor down in Florida, and I'll give more. I guess I can give a quick up or like background of it. So I reached out to this clinic down in Florida. Uh, gave them my spiel. And overall, I'm going to be honest with it. They kind of just passed this shit out. Like they don't, I mean, they, they listened to my story about like me being on testosterone for years before this. And they were like, all right, so you're like, my name's Austin, blah, blah, blah. And they're like, all right, Bill, uh, we'll, we'll get a chip down. Yeah, to we, you. we got your test coming yeah. to you. But it pretty much was th- that pretty much blunt and straightforward. Uh, there weren't a ton of questions asked. Obviously they did my blood work to see uh, what my natural test levels looked like, which were way above normal <laughs> so i wasn't technically low t but i'm sure if i because i just hit an injection about a week and a half before i got blood work and uh yeah so my th- my blood work looked great for anybody asking uh for me being on testosterone since i've been pretty much 23 and i'm 32 now blood work was completely normal the only things were off were my testosterone was above 1500 milligrams or 1500 and because the of the estrogen level. was higher right? and because of that my too high as well so to uh which i'm excited to see they prescribed me testosterone obviously 200 milligrams per week so that's two injections uh like a tuesday friday type thing and then uh they also prescribed me an ai which is just an anti-estrogen um called an astrazole and i don't remember the dosage on that but it's a pill i'll take it every day Every the day after injection, I'll take uh, one. Take pill. it anally. Yeah, suppository. <laughs> two knuckles deep. Oh. They said not one knuckle, two knuckles. Yeah, and then you got to squeeze, <laughs> squeeze hold, hold for thirty seconds before it'll. Oh, suck it back suck up. It back yeah, in. Kegels. Yeah, a couple sets of that to <laughs> yeah. get it up in the and intestines. handstand. Oh, yeah. Sarah will have to hold you by your ankles. <laughs> but uh, did my first injection this morning. Um, very smooth. I don't. I don't like. You know. I. I've done it for some time now to where, you know, it isn't like, whoa, it's Organic. wild. Um, but I, I'm yeah. excited to go on this path because hopefully me being transparent with this on the show and maybe with a few videos, yeah. uh, showing that like if you're going to do this or if you're going to take testosterone in any some fa- any fashion, it's yeah. probably a good idea. It's, it's a little bit more costly, but all the costs are going into your health long term. So yeah. you're getting consistent blood work now or I'm going to be getting... I haven't gotten blood work in forever. So now I'm going to be getting consistent yeah. blood work, checking my hormones, checking my cholesterol, checking my prostate, shit like that. Uh, and then also checking making, your prostate. Well, not <laughs> internally. They can check like your levels oh, through okay. the blood to see if you have I was going like, to say you're not cancer. old enough for that yet. No, they can check to see if like, I guess your white blood cell might be elevated. I'm not sure the technical terms on it or whatever, but uh, they check a few different things. And it's, it's cool because I would have never known my estrogen was high, you know? That's, yeah. that's one perk of it. So uh, tomorrow I'll take the the Nastrozole and hopefully maybe I can, I can only imagine what I'll feel like now taking consistent pharmacy grade testosterone instead of that crazy olive oil and then uh, having my estrogen in check, you know? Yeah. So if, if you're on the fence or if you've been doing some bullshit, just take the leap uh, and reach out to a doctor. You do your own research, but uh, it feels, it feels I feel better about it. You feel it. better, yeah, more at home. And I feel to like it's weight off my shoulders because yeah. I'm not, you know, I don't know what the fuck I was putting in my body. You know? Yeah, it definitely gives you more peace of mind. Yeah. Yeah. 
So. Um, another thing I was thinking about, I feel like we're, we're, we're having some good topics today. We started with some banking, then engagement rings, then transgender, and that yeah. we're all over the place. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> the next thing I wanted to bring up was something I thought about this morning, uh, and it revolves around saying yes to opportunities that come your way, mm-hmm. um, even if they're they're unknown, just because, you know, in the past two months, you know, whether it's different jobs or things I've taken on, sometimes you got to take on tasks with confidence, not knowing where you're headed, you know? Exactly. And, you know, well, I'll touch on it briefly. It's not like it's it's like a hidden thing or anything like that, but I've been writing uh, more copy for 10,000. It's a brand I've been partnered with as an athlete for like mm-hmm. two years, but they had me um, help assist write some captions, and then now I've been writing a lot more other things um, for their website, product pages, etc. And it's funny because I have no formal experience writing any copy. I don't have a degree in communication and marketing, any of that. But sometimes it's not about having the formal experience, but it's about having the ability to do the job and the confidence to and the and the courage to just take a shot at it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because I could have easily been like, oh, I, I, I don't know. I could have been I've nervous and been like, I don't, yeah, I've never done this. I, I don't feel comfortable doing this. I'm going to feel embarrassed. I don't want to mess up something that I have a relationship with them. I don't want to look, you know, uh, any kind of way. But I kind of just was like, hey, I'm going to give this my all. I'm going to act like I belong. And, you know, it's worked great, you know, and, and I've been, you know, it's okay to learn on the job too. Yeah. And it goes beyond, you know, what I'm doing right That's now. That's the best but place to learn, right? It's the best place to learn is experience and on the job. And, that you know, you're only going to get that with time and with experience. You know, a, a degree is great, but that first job, you're still going to have the same kind of thing. It might give you a little bit more instilled confidence. Like, hey, I should be able to do this. But you still got to go out and get that job, you know, and want well, do the job. And, uh, you know, it goes along with running, too. It goes along with cycling. You know, I get picked on constantly still from that same damn reel um which i'm happy it's got like two million views now but constant like oh running like a girl running like forrest gum running like t-rex you the know girl's pretty good. dude they're just they're, one dude was like yeah i would have reposted except you were running like my sister i was like fuck dude but you know i've i've kind of accepted <clears throat> hey here's my running i look like i'm barely moving you know most days slow paces but at least I'm fucking trying, you know? And you only get better with time. You only get better taking a stab at things. You're never going to go from zero to professional athlete or zero to six-figure business owner. Mm-hmm. You're going to have to go through stages where people are like, you know, what's Gym Flow? Or Austin's like, you know, got a whole website now or, or you know, whatever's going on. And uh, you got to, you know, it goes back to what we talked about too with opening the gym. You know, there's so many things I didn't know legally to do or, or business-wise or insurance-wise. And, you know, you only learn by doing. Yes. I mean, you can watch all the YouTube videos you want on anything. Doesn't mean jack shit until you actually step up to the plate and do it. Never a perfect time to do something. There's never a perfect time to do something. And yeah, there's just so many people just like frozen, just like watching others do things instead of them taking their own like steps forward. Because, mm-hmm. and I was talking to someone the other day, I forgot who it was, but it basically revolves around the idea that things don't just happen over time. Like you don't wake up today and then six months from now, Oh, it was revolving around this idea. When you're younger, you, you go through sports, schools, 
all these different decisions are made for you by parents, by teachers. So no wonder you end up graduating, you end up, <clears throat> you know, playing on this team or whatever. The, you don't make these decisions. But once you graduate high school, you graduate college, you're on your own. It's up to you to move yourself to a different place. You could be in the same spot a year from now if you don't make any changes. But it's up to you to go out on that Saturday night, meet someone new. It's up to you to, you know, start spending some hours creating this website. It's up to you to like make these little decisions that actually alter your future. But if you don't make any changes in the present, it's not like, oh, uh, something's just going to happen. It's bound to happen or, or by default, life is going to either go one way or another. Your life and your future is a direct result of your present. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Present actions affect future consequences, either good or bad. And <clears throat> yeah, that's about all I have to say about that. I get it. No, I couldn't agree. Yeah. Man. And I think a lot of people getting back to like thinking they just don't have it in them. I think it's yeah. the lacking confidence, but you don't get confidence until you do something. You know? Yeah. You only get the confidence and like the, the urge to like want more, or like realize you've got more in you until you actually test yourself at the well, gate. And like know? the, what's the worst thing that happens? Yeah, you die. I well, mean, <laughs> God damn. But no. that's the way I see it. Like, like, let me give you an example. I just jumped into this partnership with my mom buying this piece of property down there. It's made both of us very tight for money because a lot of the money came out up front for closing costs and yeah. all this other little fees that we just, you know, all the things we didn't realize. Like you said, like you just don't know until you jump in. And there's never a perfect time to do it. We still would have been fucked even if we knew ahead of time that it was coming. But not that like I'm, I'm just like, I need to go find a loan or something like that. But like things are just tight, tighter than I'd like them to be, but I'm going to make it happen. And you, you don't realize until you like put yourself or put your back against the wall, you'll figure a way to figure something well, out. And a like, year from now, worst thing you can do is die. Yeah. I, yeah. That's I what did. I was, that's what I, what I was going to say was worst thing is it could fail. Yeah. But I think that's a little bit easier to push people. Well, to do I, well, I, when I say worst thing you can do is die is like, Worst thing you can do is like not have money. Than like, yeah, 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 like, yeah. I know what you're going. Like, with you'll, you'll, but you'll be okay. You're gonna. But make you know, it as day. hard as what you're going through right now is, six months from now, you know, you're gonna have a property up and running, yes. ready to go. And a year, a year ago, you weren't, you weren't gonna have that. And if you didn't go in on that property, you wouldn't have it. Mm-hmm. It's as simple as that. It's not like fate just happened, or you know, it, a lot of people are just letting their their life. They're, they're floating along the wind like a leaf, you know? Yeah. They're letting the wind dictate where they go, and whatever happens, happens. But you're never going to magically change jobs or magically move states or magically do whatever unless you make that decision. Yeah, Things don't just happen. Things happen because you, you made them happen. Yeah, it's just, It sounds silly, but that's just what it is. And, uh, you know, just assessing things is like you said, you know, the worst thing you could happen is things could fail, it's like, so what? You keep trying, you learn from it. You either like, you know, I wrote a cash note on it. It's like you either lose or you learn. You either like, you know, fail from that and don't absorb any lessons from it or you use it as a learning thing. So either things work out, you win or you learn from it. You got to look at it like that way because if you look at it just as a loss and you learn nothing from it, it's just a wasted experience. Of course. And, you know, you, you lose you lose more than you win, honestly. Most for me, it's yeah. been that way. I, yeah. I mean, I've had some good wins, but I've had a lot more losses, and they're not big. Well, the, the thing people up. forget too is the losses are they're in silence. You they know what I mean? Are. Like no one, 
people, you know, pay attention to when you do the race, when you when you cycle the t- 50 miles, when you, you know, uh, open up the business, yeah. you drop the new product. They don't see the times you had to scrap up some extra bills. Oh, yeah. Or you, you had to work extra hours, staying up till 10, 12, you know, o'clock, working. They don't see the injuries that pop up. Yeah. Uh, you know, and some of that's by default of maybe them not being posted. But even if they are posted, people just don't want to see that. They only see, they only pay attention when things are going well for the most part. And they just nitpick those things. Yeah. And, but, but like you, you said, you lose more than you win. You do. But the way, not to say we've made, like, we're, we're where we need to be, but like the reason we're still doing what we're able to do is because we keep showing up every day. Yeah. We keep showing up. We aren't just like, oh, well, I had that kick in the dick last week, so I'm going to just sit down and take I that love the quote. That you keep showing the fuck up, keep moving it forward. I you know? think it's accredited to Babe Ruth, which I feel like it could be him, but it just sounds wrong. But anyway, the quote is, it's hard to beat the man who keeps uh, like getting up. Yeah. You know? Or it's hard to defeat the man that keeps getting up or keeps keeps trying. And I, I think it is as simple as that. Like, if you keep showing up, you keep trying things, like, they just have to work, dude. Yeah. They just have to work. Like... <clears throat> How many businesses you start, how many, you know, times you, you try and grow your Instagram or you try and, uh, you know, get that job or whatever. It's like, as long as you are doing what I said and you're learning from the failures and plugging those holes, you're bound to have success if you keep trying, you know? I mean, if you don't, if you keep trying with the same result, you're not going to get a different result. You know what I mean? That's insanity is doing the same thing over and over and expecting a different result, but if you are learning from your mistakes and the biggest thing that people have trouble with is just resiliency and consistency and just continuing to show up, like you said, you're bound to have some like success, you know, especially in a world where the majority of people give up or they don't try at all. If you can just try, you're ahead of most people. And then if you consistently try, you're in the 1%, you know, yeah. it's, it sounds ignorant, but it takes less than you think to be successful in this little, in this world, at least in America. You yeah, know oh, I mean? for sure. You just have to care <clears throat> a little bit. You gotta you gotta care. Yeah. About whoever you're serving or trying to get get value to, whatever. Yeah. But then, or the, even being yourself, passion and consistency <clears throat> will take you far. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Consistency, and I think a lot of people sit back and watch other people. And can comment very easily or, you know, talk negatively about it and be, you know, the person that does the least yeah. and know and thinks they know it all or thinks it's easy to talk from the stands for sure or the bleachers instead of on the field. And most of the people that are out here in the in the mud, in the thick, getting those dick kicks are the ones probably talking the least most of the time. Yeah. Talking the least shit because yeah. they realize how tough it is. Yeah. The most the people that are usually the loudest or like have the most shit to talk. Most of the time. I like the people that post about not talking, but by default, that is talking. 100%. Those people crack me up. 100%. 100%. They're so oblivious. Yeah. But uh, People love it, though. Yeah, no, they eat it up, man. <laughs> eat it up. Yeah. And other news to kind of wrap things up. Pump product dropping yeah. very soon. So the, the, the bank talk was for me to deposit that money to release it. So uh, expecting it to... Hopefully land here by Thursday. Tomorrow. Do you have a set Thursday. release date? Did you? I know we I don't mentioned a little it. bit. It's up like, to you. I don't know if that's a definite I, date. I'm down with April Fools. All right, then fuck it. Let's do it. April Fools, not this Friday. No, the following. next Friday. Four mm-hmm. one. Four one. 
time to be decided. Yes. But dropping Gem Flow Pump two product or no, same one product, yeah. two flavors, two flavors, two flavors, Sour Sucker Punch and Blue Blizzard. Yep, both are very good flavors. Both cool designs. Fire. Great products. Um, this took a long time. And I'm very yeah. excited about this because it's been a while since we've had a pump product. We, When we first started the brand years ago, we did, and things sort of hit a little bump in the road, and we had to discontinue. But I'm excited to bring it back because a lot of people have asked for a non-stimulant pre-workout, yeah. which could definitely take the place of a pre-workout if you don't like the caffeine, the jitters, yeah. or like just you work out in a weird when shift. The biggest thing I told Peyton about it was I love that it doesn't have beta-alanine in it yes. because a lot of pump products are having that because they're trying to be a non-stim pre-workout, which is great. But when you have beta alanine in it, it cuts out the versatility of it. And what I mean is I can't combine it with all or nothing or another pre-workout because I'll be over, you know, jittery and itchy. I don't want that. I've had that with another product. No bueno. Yeah. So I like that it doesn't have beta alanine. Obviously, it doesn't have caffeine. So you can either take it on its own, merge it with coffee, merge it with another pre-workout, take it on its own with no stimulants, yep. and you're set. Mm-hmm. You know, it's exactly what you want. Nothing you don't. Nope. So it's just going to increase, you know, your pumps, your, uh, what do you call it? Nitric oxide, Nitric oxide hydration. dilate hydration, dilate yeah. the blood vessels. And it also has a that. focus ingredient. Focus in ingredient as well. Get a little yeah, more so it's only going to enhance the workouts. I mean, it's exactly, you know, the name of the game, supplement, right? It's going to yep. supplement the workout, enhance your experience, which is what it's all about. Sick, nasty pumps. You feel good, you perform good. Look good, feel good. Yeah. Juicy. Well, guys, uh, hopefully, there was a lot of there was a lot of like jumping what, around. We're Pin, all over pinball, the place. Where it's like bing, 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 bing topics. Uh, yeah, but I was a little fired up getting into this thing. Hopefully, you, yeah, enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Uh, comment your thoughts, please, and get pumped in a couple of weeks. We'll probably have another podcast before it drops. Yeah, but either way, I'd like to check us out on Instagram. The usual. Yep. Follow Share us down it. below. Yeah, and uh, yeah, guys. Well. That's it for this week. We'll see you next week. We'll see you. Out.